Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Major Pain Podcast, the only podcast crafted to guide men like you on unraveling your uniqueness to transform the world around you. If you are a lady joining us, feel comfortable to listen as we hope women learn how to build better men through the golden nuggets we will be learning and sharing. Follow this podcast wherever you are listening. Kindly subscribe and hit the like button if you are watching this on YouTube. The topic my special guest and I will be covering today is slightly different from the regular subject that I usually cover on this channel. So I beg you to pay attention to the details as they matter to you, your growth and your life purpose. God indeed has blessed us with special supernatural gifts, which could be your skills, talent, intellect. But are you using it to fulfill God's purpose? Or are you focused on yourself and refusing to listen to the signs he is showing you? Joining me today to explore our supernatural gift is Anna Ratnam. She is an author, owner of Supernatural Stories Limited. She is the creator of Anna's Dream. She is a fourth generation Christian from Pakistan. And there's one wow fact about Anna. She won the best screenplay of the Canadian International Faith and Family Film Festival. Wow. Welcome, Anna. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting. Uh, thank you. Thank you for accepting this call. I really appreciate And um, it's so amazing what you've been doing and who you are as a person i mean i remember when we connected on facebook and you know you told me about your story and also you shared me a link to your interview uh at cbn right that was um cbn canada no it's 700 club uh canada uh, and they took it to usa uh, they took it to cbs and they also did with faith radio so there were four or five more places it took over wow okay so this is such a brilliant piece. Okay, Anna, can you please tell us more about yourself, especially what is your purpose in life? Um, as you mentioned, I'm the fourth generation um, from Pakistan. I'm, I was born, brought up, and did my MBA in 2000 from Karachi. And then I left permanently uh, Pakistan, thinking that I will never go back, and this is the end of my life there. Um, I don't have any family anymore there, so that was another reason I said I won't go there. Mm. Um, my purpose at that time was to just get out of the Pakistan environment, people, culture, everything. I just didn't want it to stay there. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to study, move forward, get married. Um, and my mom was sick, so I had to take care of that. At that time, that was my purpose, mm -hmm. my ideas and my thoughts. Only mm -hmm. my mother knew it, what is the purpose of my life. Mm -hmm. And she kept telling me, God wants to use you mightly for a very big project and i always say yeah 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 i will one day when i'll be old i'll go and work but i didn't knew how fast it's going to happen <laughs> okay so what made you migrate in the first place and what are some of the new things that you feel like god is telling you to do right now like what would you say is your new purpose at this point 
when I went to Dubai in 2000, I met my husband in the church. He's from India and we got married there. Uh, then we had a child, uh, first child, but uh, Arab is a place where they don't give you residency, citizenship, or anything like PR, like permanent residency. So it is very complicated environment there. Um, and I'm Pakistani, he's Indian. My daughter was born in Arab, so there are three different nationalities. And that was, again, another complication in the family. So um, I don't know if you are familiar with, uh, when the oil uh, industry collapsed, mm -hmm. the whole country or uh, whole world was in recession. And that was, I think, 2007 or eight, something like that. And that time uh, I got scared mm. and I said, Lord, I don't want to go to Pakistan and I don't want to lose my husband and my, uh, my husband and daughter. He will go to India. I will go to Pakistan where my daughter is going to go. So that question was scary for me at that time. And then I start praying. And uh, when I was working with one of the uh, immigration consultant, when I was in grade 10, at that time, he opened my file and he said, Hannah, you will need this immigration file one day. I know you will need this. So he just opened my file and it kept for 20, 25 years mm. in the office. Wow. And then he wow. says, yeah, I, I never wanted to go. And, you know, like Pakistani girls, uh, families, they don't allow you to go alone mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. So that was another reason. So when I had all this situation going on and I said, oh, Lord, what am I going to do? So when I was praying, God showed me that file. It is open. Mm. It's been so many years now. And I said, Lord, usually it's within four or five years. Files are closed and it's been more than 20 years now. Yeah. How how yeah. come it's open still? So I just trusted him and I called my consultant and I said, can you please check if my file is still open? Mm -hmm. And he says, oh, it's been so many years. You won't get any immigration. I said, no, I know it's open. Can you go and check? And he was shocked to say that I'm sitting in Dubai telling him to go and check my file. Uh -huh. He finally called me back um, and he said, it is open. Wow. How did you know that? Wow. I said, I was just praying and God told me, can you please add my husband and my daughter? And I need to go to Canada now. Wow. So that's how wow. we moved from Dubai to Toronto. We landed in Toronto in 2008 and uh, for our PR. And then from there, um, I didn't like Toronto. It was so cold. And my daughter was so young and I was so young. And from Dubai, it's a hot country yeah. to a very cold country. It was very difficult. Mm -hmm. So I said, no, I can't live here. Mm -hmm. We went back to Dubai and in 2009, permanently came to Vancouver. And now we are citizens for last uh, 12 years. Ah, uh, I see. Awesome. That's such a remarkable story, especially just, you know, you talking about how effective prayer can be. Because, you know, when people go through problems, they don't consider praying. They just they feel like that is just not something I would or they would want to do or knowing that um, mm. it can be that effective. And I feel like another thing why some people might not want to pray is that if I pray, how soon will I get the answer? And <laughs> <laughs> okay.
maybe my answer came very quickly <laughs> maybe within two days right right uh, no i like that for the fact that you prayed and you made a move because they say uh, uh faith without action is it doesn't do anything right so you have faith and you need to make mm. an action so really good that you were able to take that action and make that call and make that move so this is really good okay so talking about your future film that um, you're working on anna's dream can you please share with us like what inspired the the story Hannah's dream is one of the one of the dream which God gave me. I had dreams since age of nine, and most of my dreams used to come to pass. So when I was very young, I had no clue what's going on in my life and why I do get all these dreams. Mm -hmm. But when I got when I received uh, baptism of Holy Spirit on 11th September 2011, things were more different, more illuminated. I would mm -hmm. say. In that time, I could hear, I could see, like visions and uh, dream is one thing, but I start getting um, hearing power or uh, watching something with my open eyes. So I was a little bit, you know, like in a different environment mm -hmm. then. And then after the after the baptism, I got this dream, and this was the most uh, heart melting dream I ever had. 19 September mm -hmm. 2013 I had a dream that there is a white colored church and I could see that these are my people they have their wear the clothes the look everything and uh, but I don't know where in in Pakistan but I know this is somewhere in Pakistan mm -hmm. I was there in the dream and I saw that there are two gunmen they're trying to get in and they're saying we'll kill all of them oh, no. so i told everybody i was screaming and i said st uh, st close the door stop them and before even they went to close the door uh one of them came in and he oh. blasted himself wow. so from there i saw police ambulance uh, a lot of volunteers people are crying women are looking for their children mothers are um, there were a lot of blood everywhere uh, body parts shattered uh, every wall was red mm. so it was very hard uh, very difficult dream for me to see and being there was more difficult mm -hmm. so when i got up i was very scared and i told my husband and i said ratnam i saw so and so dream and i think it is somewhere in pakistan but i don't know where mm -hmm. so anyhow i came down i did a little prayer as as usual the way i used to pray uh, but i didn't knew at that time that i have to pray every time mm -hmm. for such dreams i didn't knew at that time that i am supposed to fast or um, you know like stand in the gap these kind of things i was very new born uh, new believer i would say having relationship with god uh -huh. after the baptism of holy spirit so it was very new for me everything and then i start feeling guilty I and i said oh god told me i was there i knew it but i did not do anything mm -hmm. so that guilt was bothering me a lot and with that uh, pain and suffering it was like as if it's inside me every day i can hear those voices uh, children uh, screaming and police it was just within me that whole dream 
and then I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I will never ever take any of your dreams so easily and I will never ever uh, ignore you. Whenever you tell me something, I will completely take out my time, intercede and yeah. um, fast, whatever I can do, I will do it. So my promise with God was after this dream actually. Mm. And this dream changed my whole life, entire lifestyle, living style, everything was changed. I see. And my more time was in the prayers. I was more fasting. I was more um, cut off with the world stuff. I was not attending anyone, anybody and I'm not going anywhere. Just pray, spending time in reading Bible and listening from God. So I spent almost maybe five years or more just praying for this church mm, and the people. Mm. Wow, wow. That's that's remarkable, honestly. I feel like God can do things without us, right? No no problem, but they say he needs us in order for him to do certain things. So it's more like are we going to give him the permission to walk through us? So we are like vessels that he's walking through. And what you shared is making me realize that um Sometimes God is really speaking to us, but we are either not listening or we don't even know that it's God that is speaking to us. We just feel like, like the dream you had, someone can just say, oh, it's just a nightmare or something. But yeah. well, I want to ask you, like, um, for somebody who is listening to this podcast right now and say the person is having, say, dreams and visions, but these these things haven't really happened just like the way yours happened before they like oh i need to take it serious right uh what kind what sort of advice would you say to somebody who is somewhat having like dreams that is not only a one-time dream but say something that is happening like repeatedly what would you say about that when I was um, uh, very new to Christ, very new to all this um, spiritual world, nobody taught me. Uh, even in my own uh, church, my pastors, they knew what I'm going through. I shared with them. Mm -hmm. My husband knew what I'm going through and I shared with him most of my dreams. So he tells me, oh, this is like a poetry to me now. I remember. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, he knows more than anybody knows. And then um, Angelica was very young, so she maybe don't know what happened in the past, but she knows now a lot of dreams as well. Um, but when I was going through all this, I sat down in a corner and I said, Lord, I don't know who to ask. Some, some people said, oh, this is just your own thoughts. Some said, no, because you watch TV or maybe you're watching movies. That's why you're, all that yeah. thing is in your brain. <laughs> and that is working in the night. I, and then I said, oh, maybe that is one of the reasons. So I shut down the TV, radio, movies for five, six years, not watching anything. Mm -hmm. Still, I was getting dreams. Wow. And then I went back, told them, I said, this is not because of my TV reason or my this. Oh, maybe you're into a lot of party going or friends or uh, people talking to you about some things. That's why you think. Uh, so I stopped meeting everybody outside the world. Wow. And I said, no, I'm not wow. meeting anybody. If this is from God, 
he has to talk to me and tell me that I am not possessed i'm not mad i'm not crazy mm-hmm. i'm not um psychic or whatever you call those words i'm not mad mm-hmm. i'm not going crazy what i'm seeing and then i said lord you need to tell me you prove yeah. it that what you are showing me is not wrong and if it's from you 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 prove it you justify so when i was praying for this hannah's dream was already taking birth somewhere mm. i didn't knew that time mm-hmm. this dream and my five years prayers was the time of preparation for hannah's dream i didn't knew that time it's a movie i, I didn't knew that i have to write a script i didn't knew that somebody will take my story and take this far mm-hmm. i had no clue at that time so then i start praying more spending time like getting up around four o'clock and praying more and sometimes I'm up three o'clock 330 even wow. and spending wow. more time and then I said Lord tune my ears so I can hear you correctly and um, sometimes when you're praying you pray 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 because you don't want, you just want to tell God I want this I want that yeah. da, da, da. but sometimes yeah. you don't say a word and you just quietly sit down in his presence and just holy spirit allows in you to talk to you that moment is the most beautiful moment of my life wow so i just sat down hours wow. and hours and just you know like meditating and turning on the worship or turning on some messages on my computer or my laptop whatever and just quietly sitting and trying to listen if there is a voice if somebody is there to talk to me and i heard mm. i've heard very clear voices later on wow very audible different voice which i've never heard with any men voice mm. it was very unique voice so then i start learning how to tune your ears how to tune your mind how to sit down how to pray how to stand how to kneel down which time mm-hmm. God is there for you. So all those training time was five, six years. I see. So I would just say, quietly sit down. Don't just, we'd work so hard. We are just running after so many things. Mm-hmm. We want to make this. We want to buy this. We want to create this. But we are not allowing God to do something. He's waiting to do something, but we are the gods now. We want to do everything. Mm -hmm. So he's sitting at the back seat and we are in the front seat. That's very true. That's the problem. Yeah, that's very true. Very, very true. Especially when I get to hear people talk about uh, things like purpose anxiety. Say somebody is trying to find their purpose in life and they are just all about the place, you know, trying to keep themselves busy with something and sometimes i notice that if only someone can just spend time alone like just spend say isolate on purpose for the sake that they want to gain that clarity yeah i i I believe that that itself god just has his way of working behind the scenes like if we look at someone like Jesus, for instance, he spent time alone most of the time, just you know, um, praying and well, you know, like communicating with the Father and stuff like that. And I feel like 
that is something that we should also emulate and you are saying it right now from your own experience that that is something that is very necessary and very effective if people really want if people really want to understand some of the say signs and um, signals that God is, you know, waving all over their face, but they are just not paying attention. And Anna, you made mention about, mm. so I can say, yes, you, you have a supernatural gift. And I know some people listening to this might be wondering, does everybody have a supernatural gift? And they might also be thinking, what are the ways that they can assess or activate this gift? What do you say about that? God loves everyone. Does not matter which country, which nation, where you're sitting. He is not interested in your premises or countries. He's interested in your, in you, in your heart. He wants. He wants your heart basically. Mm-hmm. So if you, the moment you say, Lord, I'm here. I need you he'll come right away the moment you say God I need to see you he will make sure that somehow he will show you himself um, if you if you desire him then he will come yeah he will never do anything forcefully mm-hmm. he will never push you to a place where you are not able to do it or comfortable he wants you to say yes I'm here Lord I'm listening I'm waiting. I need you to come. Then he comes. Then he sends his angels. Then he opens his heaven's doors. And then you know exactly, oh, this is something supernatural. So it is your availability, your interest, and how how much you crave for him, Mm. how much you desire him. Some people say, oh, yeah, that five minutes is okay. Or maybe I'm in the car, I'm praying. Or maybe I'm just sitting, uh, lying down on my bed and I can pray. No. Mm. Do you lie down in your bed and go to work? No, you go to work when you have to make money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't lie down on your bed and make money, right? Mm-hmm. So how can you grow with God when you don't have anything with him? To grow, to have more gifts, to have his voice heard, to get the uh, supernatural blessings, you need to spend time. You need to dedicate a time with him one day each day. So what I did, I can share my experience. Um, In my, uh, my understanding, what I did, if God has given me one day to live, that means I have to give him back two and a half hours of that 24 hours. Wow. So that was my tithing. Wow. So in that two, two and a half hours, maybe I spend one hour, um, maybe two hours in prayer and maybe half an hour helping somebody. Mm-hmm. Somebody poor, somebody sick, somebody wants prayer, somebody wants a driving, somebody wants food. So I may cook something for it all how you return Mm. you don't just expect to get 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 Mm -hmm. you have to return makes sense and then when i was doing all that god just started blessing me Mm -hmm. wow no this makes so much sense because when we hear titan especially those of us from a christian background when we hear titan the first thing we just think of is money like 10 percent of your income you understand right but what you say right doesn't now? He need our money. <laughs> what you say right now? He's the richest uh, person on the heaven. Yeah, 
what you're saying right now gives a, a different perspective. I mean, of course, I'm not saying that people who are tight are like I tight. I wouldn't say, okay, uh, oh, because Anna said this, oh, I'll stop tight. But what I can do is to add to, say, the tighten, I can also still tight my time. So I like what you're saying about tightening your time to, uh, to, to God in the sense that you're taking it personal and in, you're very intentional to say, okay, God, I'm going to give like one hour of my time or two hours of my time to you. And that really makes a huge difference. Like it really does make a huge yeah. difference. Tighten, uh, sacrificing and just submitting ourselves to God. I know for some people listening, it might be like, what are these guys talking about? Like, oh, you know, you, you just, this is something that you would have to experience yourself, right? Like it's, it's a, yeah. it's, it's a transformational experience as a whole that just makes somebody end up like, wow. Like sometimes I, I really understand what you say about how overwhelming sometimes the presence of God can be. You just be like, wow, wow, wow. And Taking it to even life purpose, uh, our talents, our gift, our skills, like these are things that we are meant to give to God as an offering too. Wherein if you find yourself in the workplace, you are not just in that workplace to serve your boss. You are there to serve God through that workplace. So mm -hmm. it's a matter of what are you doing in that workplace? Are you being diligent with your time? Are you being creative are you right. being productive or, are, or is the person just going to work and just counting hours just to get paid and whatnot right so i really like this perspective and you made mention about your husband which makes me want to ask you because i know we men right uh men men very very special people i'll i'll have <laughs> well <laughs> you know uh this and with this my podcast i am advocating for unique masculinity and i'm really uh spreading the word you know to to men in all the corners of the earth just letting them know how special they are how important they are and every time i bring a woman to this podcast i like to ask them question about things like um how are they helping to build unique men and all but i just want to ask you one special question how is your husband supporting you through this audacious dream that you have the day i had the dream he was up with me because i was very scared i was sweating and i was tired as if i've mm -hmm. built the building something like that i was that tired mm -hmm. and um, he said okay and next day I was very upset I was crying for all three days and I don't know why I'm crying but I'm crying as if somebody had died in me and he he was looking at all that what I'm doing so then he took me out he said let's go out we'll have some um, different uh, you know like things different environment let's go to the movie let's have dinner so he took me out my daughter we all went um, we spent good time that day but my heart was not there I was still telling him no I don't like this I don't want this so he knew that I'm really upset he knows when I'm really upset then he tries to you know comfort and try to help me or even just um, say nothing okay do you need a cup of tea I say yeah please mm. something like that but that day he knew it something is seriously going on and uh, when we were even uh, in the movie theater he knew it that I have been through with this dream mm -hmm. 
and I told him uh, when I was watching, there was a scene where there's a fight going on, there's a bomb blast. And I said, Ratnam, this is the same scene I have already seen in my dreams. So it was an Indian movie mm-hmm. which we are watching. Yeah. But my dream was there. Wow. I could see the same wow. dream which I saw on the big screen at that time. Mm. And I said, no, 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 I can't see this. And then in the middle of that movie, we left. <laughs> he liked that movie. And I said, no, I can't see this. I can't hear all that. Yeah. We left, we came home. So from that day till now, he knows everything about it. All these posters, he put them on the wall. I did not do anything. Wow. So every time one award comes in, he just make one poster and hang it. Wow. So this is encouraging wow. for me every day that I see them, I thank his, thank for his life, and I thank God. And then um, he created the poster for Hannah's Dream. He did the teaser trailer. He also created um, some uh, designs. He has very creative mind, That's great. which I can never do. So he does all that creativity. Um, yeah, he does a lot of work um, in that uh, artistic area mm-hmm. and he works and he take care of home and family and whenever he's off, he look after my daughter. So he's a good husband. He, he take care of things. Yeah, but we fight too. Oh. We are not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we are not perfect. So please, husbands and wives, don't think when I'm saying good stuff, we are very perfect husband and I no, 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 we fight a lot. <laughs> I, I really I really admire your authenticity honestly it's so good so adorable for real I, I I really like it when I see people who are just so transparent about what life is like being married I like that and I can I, I appreciate your husband honestly tell him that I seriously compliment him and yes he's a unique man and that's how he should be woohoo <laughs> If he doesn't do it, I make him do it too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so he's sometimes nice, sometimes not. But he's busy, so he doesn't do it. Yeah. But most of the time, he will do no, it. No, I, I trust. That's that's nice. So Anna, I know people might be wondering, where can they find you? Like, are you on Facebook? Do you have a website? Uh, where can people find you? I have my uh, web page, which is also under, <clears throat> sorry, my name, hannaratnam.com. I have my Facebook, which is also in my same name, hannaratnam. And uh, my YouTube channel is, since it's a production company, recently opened, mm-hmm. licensed. So that is under Supernatural Stories Limited. Um, you can go, but it is also registered under hannahratnam.com. So it's all uh, the same name. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. I would uh, put the links on the description so that uh, whoever is listening can, you know, click on the links and go over to your website, your YouTube channel. And quick one uh, before we end before we wrap up the session i know you made mention that you are looking for actors actresses can you please speak more about that uh, we are in the development and hannah's room has received 22 awards wow. till today wow so so all these awards are um my um encouragement mm-hmm. now people around the world have joined that you can see on my YouTube how many people are encouraging Hannah's dream. Mm-hmm. And now we are in the development. So we are looking for actors, actresses, uh, grant writer, uh, sponsors, mm-hmm. donors, 
uh, in kind support any talent god has given you you can help in any way you can um we need to do shooting so we are looking for places um, airfares hotel anything you have a connection with mm-hmm. or you know somebody who can help with mm-hmm. so please you can come because this story is on women right children rights a uh, persecution of christians in pakistan and around the world and this story is gone way for just as a script right now wow that's awesome uh, so yeah speaking of actors do they need to have blue eyes green eyes or is it just <laughs> uh, just my color and my hair or maybe brown or black that's fine or if they're white they can put dark foundation or if it's dark they can put light foundation so makeup is perfect okay also also okay so it's more like yeah they can come as they are right like there's no specific okay all right awesome Okay, that's nice. So yeah, if you are actually looking for an acting career, who knows maybe this is your first gig, your first go-to. So contact Anna and get yourself leave your purpose exactly. Who knows maybe that's the reason why you might be listening to this particular episode just because you are called to be one of the actors or one of the contributors to Anna's dream. So I encourage you all to check out um Anna's dream uh her website and follow on facebook uh thank you so much anna for making it to this podcast i really appreciate you thank you for inviting and thank you for the listeners awesome bye cheers bye